نستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات عملنا من يهدي له فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خيركم من تعلم القرآن وعلمه وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام الماهر بالقرآن مع السفرة الكرام البررة 
وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل نقدة من لساني فوق قولي اسمتت ألزا برادز الإسلام بتنك الله سبحانه وتعالى وألاني أستهدنس this great month of Ramadan and we know every single moment is so valuable. Imagine if somebody had to give you a free pass and tell you that with this path you have, you can have the, the freedom, the liberty to go to any specialist in the world, any medical specialist, whatever field it may be. You can go and you can take whatever benefit, go to the hospital and you can do all the checkups. You have, you can go to any pharmacy, you'll get all the medication, whatever you want, just use this wipe, this card, and it's all covered with this card. So similarly, Allah has given us this one month. We all have some weaknesses, spiritual weaknesses, we got spiritual thicknesses. Allah has given us this one month, in this month where it is so easy to cure our spiritual sicknesses. Allah has given us the fasting, Allah has given us the Quran, Allah has given us the Taraweeh, and we just have to use it in the manner that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we got this opportunity to cleanse ourselves and to spiritually rejuvenate ourselves. Do a proper and thorough spiritual rejuvenation to our heart and our soul. Allah, in the ayat that was recited in the khutbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when explaining the month of Ramadan, Allah says, Shahru Ramadan, alladhi unzila fil Qur'an. What is the month of Ramadan? Ramadan is the month in which the Qur'an was revealed. The essence of the month of Ramadan is the Qur'an. How we can attach ourselves to the Qur'an? How we can build our connection with the Qur'an? Qur'an has many virtues. Many of us understand the tawab and the virtues of reciting the Qur'an. And we read a lot of Qur'an, we try to get maximum virtue. But together with that, the Quran, the Quran is a hidayah for the entire mankind. So reciting Quran, learning Quran, understanding Quran with the intention of hidayah. That Allah must guide me. Allah must guide me in every aspect of my life. And hidayah is the most important and most sought thing that is that we all need. Something hidayah. Is something that we need to speak for. We need to ask Allah for Hidayat all the time. So, There are many, many proofs of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything has been explained clearly in the Quran. The Quran is something that will give you that ability to distinguish what is good for you, what is harmful for you. What is right and what is wrong. So a person will read the Qur'an with that intention that, Oh Allah, you grant me hidayat. Oh Allah, you grant me your love. And read the Qur'an with that in mind, that person will benefit accordingly. So Allah has blessed us with this month of Ramadan. It's the month of Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qur'an was revealed on the night of Qadr, the night of power, meaning the Qur'an from the lohi mahfuz to the Samaul dunya, this took place in the month of Ramadan. And then from Samaul dunya to it coming to, towards Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that happened over the time of 23 years. And we know the first revelation Utu was in the month of Ramadan. So the month this Quran is the month of the Ramadan is the month of Quran. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam every Ramadan 
He would recite the Quran to Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam. the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam passed away, the last Ramadan before he passed away, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam recited the Quran twice to Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam. So this tells us how important the Quran is in the month of Ramadan. That this is a month where we need to, as much as possible, Spend time in reading the Quran, understanding the Quran. As much as you were many, many pious people, people like Imam Shafi, Imam Bukhari, Imam Shafi, he was an Imam of Fiqh, Imam Abu Hanifa, these were Imams of Fiqh, meaning the entire day and night was time drawing Masai from Quran and Hadith. Come the month of Ramadan, he would leave all other teaching, all other uh, whatever they were involved in, whether it the Masai teaching others and they would devote themselves to the Quran. So Imam Shafi Ali, he would recite 61 Qur'ans in the month of Ramadan. That was his habit. He would complete 61. Ali, what a great muhadith. From which way he traveled, going and learning hadith, passing a hadith to others. In the month of Ramadan would come, he would devote himself to the Qur'an Sharif. So we have to see in our day, we have to make some schedule, how much time we can give to Qur'an. In our time, you will find people who are not Kufas, mashallah, reciting 10 Qur'ans, 20 Qur'ans, we are, in our time, people are doing, achieving these type of feet. This is because when the love of Allah is in the heart, then Allah will, the person will have the love for Quran. Shaykhul Hind Rahmatullah Ali, a very great alim, he was in prison by the British. And after he was removed from prison, then he says, I thought deeply regarding the state of the Ummah for many years. And I came to this conclusion that there are two solutions for the problem in the Ummah. The one solution is we need to bring unity in the Ummah. And the second solution he mentioned was, we need to come back to the Qur'an. The, the Qur'an is the means of our protection. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned in the hadith that innaha satakunu fitnatun A time will come when there will be floods of fitna. Different type of tests, people getting confused. Different types of messages going around. Different types of sex you'll find in the world. People are worried now, what must I do? Who must I follow? How should I conduct myself? So Sahaba radiallahu anhu asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, مَنْ مَقْرَجُ مِنْهَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ What is the solution, O Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? How do we protect ourselves during those fine times? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, Kitab Allah. It is the book of Allah. During the time frame that we attach ourselves with Quran, the more media we're going to read, the more we're going to follow, see, follow the news and follow what's happening in social media, our hearts can get affected with all those things. But that person who recites Quran every day, and the, the still the Quran has an effect on his heart, he built his heart. So his, his heart will be media proof. His heart will be fear proof. He'll hear all those things. But it won't affect his heart. It will, make, it will be strong. It will keep him firm. He won't get affected with all those things. So the, the solution to the problems, to the fitna is Quran. That is why Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also mentioned regarding the fitna of the Dajjal, what a severe fitna that will be. And he mentioned that you should recite to Rakaaf. Those that will recite to Rakaaf every Friday, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect him from the fitna of the jahl. So the, the, the Quran has many, many rights. One is to be, have iman in the Quran, to believe in every single part of the Quran. 
Then he used to have that love for Quran Sharif. That love must be from the heart. There was one person who was a shepherd. He passed away and after he was buried, a beautiful fragrance was coming out from his grave. So the people were really amazed. What was so special about this person? Why is there such a beautiful scent coming from his grave? So they go to the family, they go to the wife, they ask, they find out that what was so, that this, uh, such a beautiful scent is coming out from his grave. He says that he was a very simple person. But he had one habit in the morning and evening. He would take the Quran, he would open it, he would make wuzu, he would kiss the Quran, he would open the Quran in front of him, he would put, pass his hands, his fingers on the line of the Quran, and he would say, this is true, O oh Allah. This is true, O oh Allah. And O oh Allah, I love the Quran. And then he would cry. And you would say, Oh my Allah, forgive me. I never got the opportunity to learn the Quran. And I cannot read the Quran. And he would spend hours doing this year, morning and evening. And he had a great love. He says, This was amazing quality of his. Allah passed away. This beautiful thing was coming out from his cover. Imam Nafi, a very great Imam of the Qiraat. His whole life was devoted to learning and teaching the Qur'an, the sciences of Qur'an. Whenever he would read, then a beautiful scent would come out of his mouth. So they would, some of them, students would ask him that, what itar are you using? It's such a beautiful itar. He would try to evade the question. And after some time, after they were persisting, he told them that, because once I see Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa in my dream, and he says that, oh Nafi, you spend so much time reciting the Qur'an, so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam placed his Mubarak lips on my lips. He says, this lip is being involved in the, in the teaching and the learning of Quran day and night. So he placed his lips and then, then the beautiful scent is coming out from my mouth. If we attach ourselves to Quran, we show our love for Quran, we, it will, we will get on it in the sight of Allah. That is why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that through the barakat and blessing of this Quran, Allah honors many people. And through the very same Quran, Allah displeases many people. Those that show disrespect and disregard to the Quran, Allah protects us. Then we should have the respect for Quran Sharif. He was in Alim, Alim When he passed away, then a, they, they were gently in Medina Sharif. After a, a, a while, they would dig the grave and see if the, the body has decomposed. Then they would use it for somebody else. On many occasions, we notice his, a few occasions that his body is still fresh. So then they mark the grave that we won't take again. So now we go and find out from the family what was special in his life. He's, although he was a hafiz, he was a alim, yet he had a lot of respect for anyone who had, was a hafiz. Anyone who had the Quran within him, he would never ever stretch his leg towards any hafiz of the Quran. The barakat and blessing of that, Allah honored him in this way. He is mentioned regarding Uthman Ghazi, he's famous that the Ottoman Khilafat, the Uthmani Khilafat from him and his children, he had the habit, he would always honor his guests. Anyone would come to be traveling, he would call them home, he would feed them. He had this amazing quality. So the people around him never liked this, that he's getting so many visitors and he's attracting so many people towards his house. So they told him, we better stop this. Otherwise, we're going to take you out of, our, out of the area. But he continued with his good practice. And eventually, they made him, they made him leave, they took him out of that area. He went to his sheikh, and that night, he then he mentioned to his sheikh what happened. So the sheikh allowed him to stay with him for the night. So he went in one room, and he was, he was sleeping. And during the night, he woke up and he realized that his feet is facing towards the Quran. He quickly got so worried, he got up. He started feeling very bad, he starts kissing the Quran. 
And then he starts reading the Quran and he's seeking Allah's forgiveness. How could I show such disrespect to the Quran? In the morning, the Sheikh tells him that I had seen a dream that a glad tidings has come for Uthman. That tells Uthman to, to leave now, to go out, that he is going to become a very great ruler. So he asked his Sheikh, what are you talking now? This was all because... That how much love and respect he had to Quran, Allah made this happen at that moment. He says, what are you talking? People have ch- are chasing me away from the areas. And you're telling me that I must go out, I'm going to become a ruler. It's, he go, he follows the advice of his sheikh, he goes out. And when he leaves, there were 12 horsemen. They see him, they tell him they are looking for a leader. So he accepts it, he becomes the leader of a small group. The small group starts going, they go to one area, and now they tell the people of the area, that you either obey our rules or you pay tax. So they, the people of that area accepted the, the ruling and they said we will obey you and we, and we will follow you whatever you want from us. Like this he continued and he continued and eventually he became the great Khalifa and his progeny as well continued the Khilafat remained in his family so when a person shows love for Quran shows respect for Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will honor him his Quran has great power we don't understand the value and the power of this Quran Sahaba were passing by one area these people see this group of Sahaba so that one person says that our leader is very sick can you come and teach him? Maybe somebody, one of, one of you can teach him. So the person accepts the, the Sahabi, goes to the leader, and he recites the Rafati on time, the person becomes cured. They get so happy, they said, they offered, they wanted to offer him so much money in exchange of helping this leader out there. They said, no, this we have done is only for the pleasure of Allah. They go back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he mentioned this incident. This is the barakat, the surah Fatiha is on a surah to shifa. So many a times it happens, we'll find people are suffering in hospital. A khatam of Quran is made. And the, sometimes the doctors don't even understand what happens. What happens? All the sickness is gone. How the person becomes cured? When Ali mentions about an incident which took place in a certain place where this child sucks in the door. And that, 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 that finger actually was almost falling off. So they quickly rush this child to the hospital. The, the doctor says this thing is looking at it. But there's an infection. The finger has to be removed. The parents said, no, we will never allow this to happen. They said, do something. They went to all different professionals, different doctors. Eventually, the professionals started increasing. Then the, another doctor said, you have to remove the entire hand because this infection might just increase even more. We have to amputate it. The family goes on started reciting Quran. The husband and wife, the whole day for 20, for 18 hours, they recited they completed the whole khatam of the Qur'an. Now they go back and it says, now we do the, we will make this dua that Allah do the blessing and barakat of the Qur'an to grant shifa to our child. The doctors now do, do a checkup and they see that the entire infection was clear. They couldn't understand how this entire infection was clear. This is the blessing, the barakat of Qur'an. If we show love, we show respect, we show muhabbat, we read the Qur'an with love. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show us the power of the Qur'an, especially in these times. These times of fitna, we want our hearts to become strong. We want to be protected. Open the Qur'an, Sharif, and recite it and say, this is the karam of my Allah. Allah, you put the nur of this Qur'an in my heart. Allah, let this Qur'an be a hidayat for me. One is just to make tilawah, but one is to sit and make that intention that Allah make this Qur'an in means of protection from all fitnas. 
then we will see the difference. One is to make tilawat of the Quran, and together with that, is if we try to get some translation of the Quran, also understand the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Read the message, read the translation, and ponder over the meaning of the Quran. Just by doing this every day, we know it's full of lies with so much barakat and so much blessings. Imam Jafar Asadiq, who was one from the Ahlul Bayri, he used to say, I am very ajibtu mimma yudala bi arba'in. Kayfa yawkulu an arba'in. That I am very surprised regarding anyone who is affected with any problem. And he, how can he forget the Qur'an? If he's got worry in his life, look at the ayat, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-dhalimeen. Fastajadna la wa nabjaynahu min al-ghum. That Nabi Yunus alayhi salatu salam will be radiating that this is removing from the distress. So whatever worry you got, whatever problem you have, read la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-dhalimeen. Allah 